0: Uh, I came to strengthen cooperation with uh, key partners in the region and to reaffirm Canada's continued commitment
1: to playing a constructive role towards peace and security in the Middle East. That's the voice of Canada's Foreign Minister, Mark Garneau, doing a debriefing with journalists about his trip to Israel and Jordan and the West Bank, which he's just wrapped up. Garneau arrived in Israel on Canada Day, and he spent the weekend meeting the new Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, And the Foreign Minister, Yetir Lapid, among others, and stated Canada's positions on peace, on settlements, and why Canada fights Holocaust denial and anti Semitism. It was Garneau's first trip to Israel as Foreign Minister, and the Canadian was the first Foreign Minister of any country to come to Israel since the new Israeli coalition government was sworn in on June 13th. So, what do you need to know? What was the key takeaway? It's that while Canada still supports a two-state solution, that's really on the back burner for now. Instead, the focus is to deal with Gaza's immediate humanitarian issues and to make sure the ceasefire holds. And that means Israel needs to cool it on building settlements and to stop the controversial forced evictions of Palestinian Arabs from neighbourhoods like Sheikh Jarrah. Israel at the moment, in order to lower the temperature, is uh, to cease. Uh, settlement activities, as well as the demolitions and eviction threats that exist in East Jerusalem, which we consider to be uh, potentially quite provocative. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Just a quick note before we get started that you should know the audio quality of Mark Garneau's news conference sounds the way it does because the Canadian government held the media availability from the Middle East through a telephone conference call and not from Zoom. The Jerusalem Post says Yair Lapid, Israel's foreign minister, thanked Garneau after the meeting for standing with Israel during the recent rocket attacks in May. Coming up, CJN journalist Ron Sillag will be here to break down the significance of Garno's Israel visit. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. In BC, the Jewish Federation of Greater Vancouver has launched an emergency fundraising appeal to help the victims of the wildfires. The link is on their homepage. There are 196 wildfires burning in the province at last count, including several close to Kamloops. The closest one to Vancouver was the Lytton area fires, which destroyed the small town and killed several residents and many pets and animals. Jewish officials in Vancouver say they don't know yet how they'll distribute the money because the situation is very fluid, but for sure some of it is is going to help Lytton. Western Canada has been suffering under record-setting temperatures. The interior is still under Environment Canada heat warning. The forecast for Kamloops is 37 Tuesday and 39 every day this coming weekend. In other news, several important Jewish Canadians have passed away that you should know about. First, Naim Katan. He was a prolific Iraqi-born writer who survived the Farhud, the anti-Jewish pogroms in Baghdad in 1941. And then he fled to France, and eventually he made his home in Montreal. Catan wrote about 30 books. He was 92. His son Emmanuel is trying to make arrangements to bury his father in Montreal. Also, the mother of Getty Lee has died. He's the founder of the metal rock band Rush. Mary Weinrib was a Holocaust survivor who survived Auschwitz. She and her son recently appeared on an episode of Dave Grohl's documentary show called From Cradle to Stage. Mary Weinrib was 95. Canada's Mark Garneau is no stranger to Israel. He's been there in an official capacity four times already. But this was his first trip in his new job as foreign minister, which he started in January. Joining me now is the CJN's Ron Sillag to help us all put the trip into perspective.
2: Hi, Ellen. Thanks for having me.
1: Good to have you here. All right, so the minister has just wrapped up his first trip as foreign minister to Israel, Jordan, and the West Bank. What's mm-hmm. the key takeaway?
2: The, the, if there is one, the key takeaway is that he's the, uh, it's his first trip as foreign minister, and it's the first uh, trip for uh, uh, the Israeli foreign minister to welcome our foreign men both firsts. So you could say that was a little bit of an occasion, but really, um, this was a time for Canada to sort of spread the word that uh, it's looking for calm in the region as are other countries. I think the message from the EU, the United States and others is uh, to, as Minister Garneau said several times on a conference call, to lower temperatures and to seek calm uh, and not to use any excuse to get back into rocket launching between uh, Israel and Hamas. So the idea is to sort of tamp down emotions uh, that's the message he took to both sides, among other things. He, he did use some language uh, that I thought was um, a little bit daring for a Canadian foreign minister, because Canadian foreign ministers in Israel tend to say the same thing and have said the same thing for decades, and that is they're almost reading from a script. And the truth is, if you look up Canada's position on the, on the government website, it hasn't changed. In years, it's it's a comprehensive, just and lasting peace. Both sides are necessary for negotiations jointly, etc. But to, But what he said this time was that um, uh, part of uh, Canada's opposition to what's going on in Israel has always been settlements. Settlements are considered uh, um, against the Geneva Convention by Canada. But this time, he also said that he would like the threats of evictions and demolitions in East Jerusalem to cease as part of the lowering of temperatures. So that's a little bit daring for Canada, I suppose, but um, I'm sure Israelis have heard that before from, from other middle powers.
1: On the Palestinian, uh, meetings with the Palestinian uh, authorities, which he met on Monday, he did tell them that they were shocked. They used the word shocked by the murder or death of a Palestinian uh, activist in custody.
2: Well, um, you know, Canada has called for elections in the territories for a long time. They were announced earlier this year. They were postponed. Canada expressed its displeasure then. So it follows that he would uh, call on Abbas to hold elections. Yes, uh, really nothing unusual there. Um, I, I, I was pleased that Garneau did raise this. He said it was very great concern that this Palestinian activist died while in custody. He said he was something we were shocked by. And they called for a full and open, transparent accounting of this. Again, very Canadian language. And um, so I was happy to hear him say that.
1: On July 4th, the uh, Naftali Bennett and the Israeli government tweeted or said that the Americans were their best and closest friends in the whole world, BFFs forever. Then Canada comes in the same weekend. And how do we get seen in Israel? I I think uh,
2: Israelis have a kind of, standard response. If you stop them on the street and you tell them you're from Canada, they're always very nice and say, oh, Canada, we like Canada. You're very, very polite. As to what role we play in the Middle East, I'm not sure there's an answer uh, for them. For us, it's we're soft middle power. Uh, We do what we can. We make our views known. We're seen by Israel as a very good friend, a staunch ally, uh, but with very, very limited influence in the region.
1: We have got a new ambassador. This is her first big, major visit from a Canadian, uh, you know, power that comes over, and that was her first, um, um, mm-hmm. you know, so- showcase to meet all these foreign leaders.
2: It's also an opportunity for Canada to expand Canada and Israel to expand their R and D. Canada tripled its investment in a joint R and D fund, which is um, uh, nice to hear. So lots more um, joint scientific and tech ventures to come. Now, and I might add, I might add that Israel has still not named an ambassador to Canada. We've been without an ambassador for a long time. We do have new consuls general starting in later this summer, both in Montreal and Toronto.
1: One last thing that we didn't unfortunately get uh, when we attended the news conference, we didn't get to ask this question about how the government and he even mentioned it in French. The government is very Canadian government is very uh taken with the whole topic of anti-Semitism, rising anti-Semitism, and then rising Islamophobia. Um, and he talks about how very important it is uh, and the, the new uh, commission with Erwin Kotler that was set up to, to tackle this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Erwin Kotler spoke to us at the CJN, he said it was going to take place at the end of June. It's already July. And then the minister's press release said later this summer.
2: I'm, I'm not conspiratorial by nature. I just think it's taking a long time to plan. And I think it was ambitious to say it was gonna take place in June. That's probably too soon. There's an awful lot to talk about. Government is also concerned with this national emergency uh, forum and, and conclave on Islamophobia. There's a lot more of them than Jews. So maybe that's taking a priority, uh, but I would i would rather they t- took their time and uh, do it right rather than do it hastily. Garneau did tweet something after his Yad Vashem visit He said Canada is firmly committed to advancing Holocaust education, remembrance, and fighting anti-Semitism and Holocaust denial. Those are good. Those are good things. All good things.
1: All right. Well, thanks for bringing it down for us. Pleasure. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily sponsored by Metropia, integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Mike Senman in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. He's a retired senior non-commissioned officer with the Royal Canadian Navy. And yes, there are some Jews in the Canadian Armed Forces. We'll end off today's episode with a little bit more from Mark Garneau's media conference. He was pretty impressed by his visit to an integrated school in Jerusalem, it's called Hand in Hand, and the students are Jewish and Arab Israelis, and the idea is to help bridge the gap of hatred between the two sides by letting the kids grow up together in the school system. There are seven of these schools in Israel. Garneau says, aside from having a really hard time sitting on the tiny little pint-sized chairs they gave him to sit on in the grade two class, he was very impressed with the concept.
0: They were, they were asked, prompted about what, what it's like to be at the school, and if they're learning... Uh, the other language and uh, and uh, basically they, they answered that yes they were do, uh, learning the other language and they were pointing to things on the well you know classrooms they have uh, uh, all sorts of uh, pictures and, uh, and, uh, and 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 things on the wall that point to the different letters uh, between the Arab uh, alphabet and the and the Hebrew alphabet and uh, anyway they were just uh, they seemed very excited Uh, Not too impressed that I used to be an astronaut. They didn't ask me any questions about that, but uh, it was really fun to be with them. Uh, One of those sweet moments in in an otherwise very serious uh, tour uh, of the Middle East.